1: You're the mom, the maid, the keeper of the cookies. You do it all and you look good doing it. It's parenthood on a mother level. Here's your host, Denise Hanitka.
2: I am hiding in my makeshift home office to get you this podcast tonight. My one-year-old's been screaming since the second he came home from daycare. My three-year-old just had another accident in his pants. I can hear my husband downstairs dealing with that. Patience is thin, people. I hope you're handling this better than me. It's another week in lockdown. And I bet you're wondering when this is going to be over. Well, if you ask my guest today, her advice would be to take your time and slow down with this thing. She survived COVID-19, even spent a few days in the ICU struggling to breathe. She's home now, but in isolation and still can't hug her husband. Bev Coulter is talking to me today about her bout with this coronavirus, what she knew about it going in, what she's learned since, and how life has changed in just a few short weeks for her. She's a mother, a grandmother, a great grandmother, and now a COVID-19 survivor. So Bev, thank you so much for spending this hour with me on the phone. We are sending her our best wishes, and pretty soon we're going to send her a taco pizza. So here she is, Bev Coulter.
1: Just after reading your Facebook posts, I mean, I do think that we're talking so much about this this sickness, but we're not, I mean, still people just don't know what it means and what it's like to actually have it and recover from it. And, I mean, it sounds like it got really bad for you.
0: Yes, it did. I just about... My understand well, I, to begin with, I was sick the week before. I was coughing and hacking and bringing things up I hadn't seen before. <laughs> and um, I have sinus and allergies. So I've blown it off on that. And then yeah. one day I started my new cancer medicine because what I don't like to tell people, no, you can tell them that's not an issue because there's also that underlying health issue. Okay. I've fought breast cancer since 97. It's in the manastatic breast cancer. It went into the bone. Now it's in the bone marrow. Oh, and I wow. had just started the oral chemo pills Sunday. Okay. I didn't feel nothing. Sunday night, I took the next one. Monday morning, I took the third dose. And it didn't feel right. And I said, I I don't think I can take these. Why? Well, I, I don't know. I just don't feel something else. And then every time I, every time I, that's the way it come out. Like it's pushing every word out. And David says, what's wrong? And I said, I can't breathe. So he said, you better stop taking those. So I didn't. But I would fallen asleep about noonish. And they said they were really worried about me. And I said, what's the problem? I woke up at 7 o'clock Tuesday morning. So from about noonish, 1 o'clock Monday afternoon. 7 o'clock Tuesday morning I never budged and okay. the people that know me know that I do not do the hat you know I'm lucky if I get three to four hours of sleep at night and that's just the way my chemistry is and uh, so I thought, oh my god and I was stiff because I laid that way and as the morning progressed I didn't say it now because now I I don't recall a lot of it because once you don't have a lot of oxygen in your body, your brain starts reacting. Yeah. If you don't get oxygen to the brain, it's not going to work the it way it's supposed to. But his mom, my mother lives with us, and of course my husband and a dog and a cat, and um, they were talking to me, and it didn't make sense. So I just ignored them. Then I get on this coughing jag, and whatever it was, scared mom and dad, or mom and dad, God forbid. Paul's been gone for a while. Um, my husband and my mom both decided the ambulance. By this time, I can't breathe. I don't know why. I take a big breath in, and I
3: <laughs>
0: I just I couldn't. Yeah. So I remember the ambulance coming. I remember them saying, 79, that's not good. I thought it was 79. 79 was, I call it a, a pulse ox. I don't know the correct the thing that you put on your finger. Oh, okay. Is it just, yes, it was at 79, 96, 98, 94 is a good number for all adults, especially at my age. It's a little lower than last year, and he, 74. You know, mm-hmm. that blew me away. Then my breathing got even lower. I remember going to the hospital. I remember them taking an x-ray because they said it sounds like you have pneumonia. They took this Q-tip that had even, I swear that thick part of it was a foot long. Mm. And they put it up my nose and they put it up there and then they twisted it and pushed it a little farther, twisted it, pushed it. I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, we have to do that. And they said, what are you doing? Testing for the coronavirus. I said, I don't have the coronavirus. I got pneumonia. And the way I'm talking now is the way I talked then, but my voice hasn't totally come back yet. Everything was affected. I couldn't believe it. And they said, no, 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 this is what we do. You're going to be admitted for double pneumonia. Both lungs are affected. And a lot of times that's what happened. A cold that went awry is what a nurse told me. That's what they've been saying, and it's not true. It is a virus. Yeah. So I went on into a hospital, and that was on Tuesday. And then... um, I was in a regular room because I just had, at this point, all I know was pneumonia. By Wednesday, late afternoon, they shipped my happy butt up to a different floor, which they now call the Corona ICU. Wow.
3: I went,
0: why am I going up there? You know, honey, you have the virus, and we need to get you up here. Your numbers are horrible. Now, I happened to look up where the oxygen was. I said, why am I on six liters for oxygen? And she said, because you can't breathe. Of course, I'm breathing better because I get forced in me. I said, wow, that's crazy. And then I remember falling asleep. And then the next thing I know, these people are going nuts. And and I'm not realizing. I look up again. It's at oxygen level seven. And just everything didn't seem right. And I got agitated. And they said, hey. You need to get some rest. Would you do me a favor and sleep on your tummy for maybe two hours? It's only going is about two hours. And I said, I'll try, because I used to, but, you know, I haven't for a while. Yeah. So I, with their help, I got rolled over because my body just didn't want to move. And they rolled me over, and I did fall asleep, but when I woke up, I knew I didn't sleep long enough. Just, I kept thinking two hours, two hours. I was right, 45 minutes. So I sat up and I said, did I sleep long enough? Long enough, but maybe we can do it a little more later. Because if we don't do this, we're going to have to incubate you. I said, what that mean? And she says, that means you're going to put a tube down your throat to help you breathe. Oh, yikes. I said, no, you can't. Why? I said, because I'm DNR. Nothing invasive to keep me here. I've got cancer. I'm not bringing myself back. Yeah. Just to have my hu- my husband and my children to have to face the fact here I go again because cancer got it. I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it to them. I'm not doing it to me, and I'm not doing it financially. Okay. So the doctors got their heads together. The nurses got their heads together. And then pretty soon they said, you know, we think we need to give you something to take off the edge. Cause, and I was. I was just very fidgety. I think it's because I couldn't breathe, you know. Right. And they... um. They said, let's give you something to relax, and they gave me Xanax. I said, well, I hope it helps because I am really exhausted. Because I couldn't sleep. I'd no longer get sleep. Mm-hmm. My breathing would calm down, and then I would breathe less. So I could feel myself drifting away. No, I've never done drugs, so I wonder if this is how you.
3: <laughs> I felt <laughs>
0: myself drifting away. I could feel myself pulling away from everybody. But I don't mean as in I was seeing my own death. I was being so calmed. There was no doubt in my mind I have to give justice where justices do and that's God. He wanted me calm for what they needed to do. And I don't know what time I fell asleep, I honestly don't. Because like I said, you're in and out. Right. The next morning I wake up and I open my eyes and nurses is in high bad so, like, getting set up, and I'm like, when did I get on my stomach? <laughs> you know, and they said, well, we did it in the middle of the night, I had been on my stomach for five hours. Oh, wow. One of the doctors explained to me that they had seen, heard, and was curious about this one way of helping, depending on each but Everybody's different how they come into this, and sometimes people are different on how they come back out, and I don't mean live and die. I mean, which protocol, which way, which, this will work for him, so it should work for her. Didn't always work okay. for him. And they said they learned in, through study and stuff that in Italy they were putting people on their stomach for weeks of time. Why? Because your back and everything pushes your lower part of your lungs, opens them up better. And as my husband oh. said, that's where the coronavirus critters live.
3: <laughs> I remember
0: what it was called. They kept calling critters. He says you have to get that medicine in there to get that to start the process of getting that out of your system. And when you're standing up, when you're laying on your back, that lot lower part isn't getting as much as it needs to have. So when they laid me on my stomach, I didn't realize that's what happened, but hey, I'm glad. Yeah. And I got turned around and sat up. It took me another day and a half to get out of ICU into a regular place. In the regular room, I should say. They call it Step Down, Pornal Floor. And they they got me in there, and slowly but surely, I, I'd to stand up on the side of the bed, and my legs felt like rubber. And then when I go to take a walk, they felt like lead, And I said, what's going on? he said, well, Dad, you came close. And I'm in mean, close. Everything was shutting down. Wow. And that's where it hits people, and that's everybody, not just anybody. It doesn't feel like you're sick. Like, can you hear me? I know it's windy out here. Yeah, uh, I can hear
3: you. It,
0: it's, uh, every, everybody doesn't feel what I felt. Some people just have a cough, some people just oh, all assume they can't breathe in a little while. Yeah. You know, they would tell me how they, they're different. And I don't know the gentleman's name. I do not know where he lives. I know nothing about him. I just know that one of the nurses was kind of saddened. A gentleman was brought in for the coronavirus, and they thought they got him licked. They got him up on the step-down floor, and he started getting worse again. And he passed away the following day. And I thought, that's when it hit me. Just because it looks like you're better doesn't mean you are better. Yeah. If they say, don't get out of bed yet, you're not ready to walk because you're wobbling, they're telling you the truth. If they tell you, smoking aspirates this, it feeds on that smoke and makes it worse, stop smoking. Use a patch. Use Chantex. Use cold turkey. I don't care. Tie your hands together. I don't care. But stop smoking. Um... It was scary. So I went in on two. So let me
1: let me go back to your um to your ICU experience. So okay. I mean all so first of all, was anyone allowed to be with you or were you alone this whole no. time? No one was allowed to come into
0: the hospital at all. If my oh. husband my husband brought me something or other, I forget what it was, and he had to be outside and they had to go out and get it.
1: I mean that has to be scary just right off the bat. I mean normally you'd be able to have You'd be able to have, you know, a couple people, you know, at the very least, your husband or, you know, like
0: your mom or somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My I kids mean, to be all cases. alone. That
3: must yeah, have been all, so I, I, God,
0: I My heart broke to anybody that has. If, did you realize people are having babies alone? People that, were having yeah, that babies really. That are necessary yeah. Alone. If you're yeah. in a hospital that's only they won't let anybody in or out. You can call, and they were very good at giving. About allowing my husband to call and check in, and then they started letting him know how the night went. And I found out that I come up, come up and around and started coming around slowly. I'm still slowly. And um, my husband said, "No, this is the make or break time, depending on her strength. We got her past a certain hop, but there's still a couple more sheds to go through. And that was get the breathing stronger. That was this." That was, you know, certainly you've got to get your breathing stronger. You've got to get your strength better. And they told me the last thing that really comes, that last is your strength. And they're not kidding. Oh, my gosh, I took a little walk with my dog one day just a couple days ago. And by the time I got back into the house, I could barely breathe. Not because that virus was back, but because my lungs had been so compromised that needing more breath, I couldn't believe it, and he didn't run, I didn't do anything normal, I just went so many feet that way, so many feet that way, and, oh my God, okay, that's out, and they told me not to do that, but come on, I've been home for four days,
3: you know, <laughs> I'm
0: okay, you know how us women can't sit, if it ain't gonna be I done I do myself, isn't it
3: terrible? <laughs>
0: well, I hope you're so sitting like now. <laughs> How am I feeling now? I get a yeah. little frustrated sometimes because yeah. I, I can't get enough done. My husband and I's relationship has changed, not in a negative way, not in a good way, but in a marital way. We we are more cognizant of each other. We're more considerate of each other. Um, I think sometimes you got to go through that. And it wasn't that we were, like, on the verge of anything before I got sick. It's just instead of trying to explain and understand what each other, we just forget it and go on. And we have really gotten better. My mom is here, and our, I'm a our caregiver, and now she's my caregiver. And She says, hurry up. I need you to do a few things for me. I said, I'm trying, Mom. I can only do so much. And, yeah, it is an experience of a lifetime. Now I'm in 14-day isolation because when I left my house, of course, I had the virus, which means my mother and my husband was exposed yeah. to it. So they were on 14, can't go nowhere. David says, "What are we gonna do?" I said, "It'll work. I have faith in God. There's a reason why we go through things. There's a reason why one person dies and the next one doesn't." I was always raised with the attitude that God puts you on Earth for a purpose, and until that purpose is fulfilled. He won't bring you home. And that gives you more opportunity to pass the word, to have faith, stronger faith. There's no doubt in my mind, God had a hand in this. None. Yeah. But I, I just, wow. I look back and I still, wow. You know.
1: Right. Well, I, have, I still have so many more questions for you. So um, back to the ICU, I mean, another thing we've seen so many pictures of is, you know the doctors in their full full gear with the face masks and the shields yes. and like you can't even yes. it's like all you can see is their eyes. Is that w- what it was like? Yes. And when
0: they I left mean, how, the room, how
1: was that? When they
0: left the when they left the room, they would take everything off and throw it away.
1: Wow.
0: Um, and then they'd have to redress themselves, take a special spray or whatever they're using. And I know they was wiping them those shields. They'd uh-huh. wipe them off and come into the next one. Same way with the nurses, nurses on both floors. As men, I, I kept thinking, how are they going through all those loves? Well, they have to, right. because mine was maybe not as bad as the next guy, but worse than the one before me. You know, you don't know, and you don't know what. Like, it, it, yeah, they were. It was kind of neat and scary at the same time. So I think, and some probably, most people think I'm crazy and they don't see it that way, but I'm weird. I think I used to think they did it for me
3: <laughs>
0: because I was there alone, and I love humor. And I asked that one nurse, "I do you think I got germs or something?" And she goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that to me, it was comical watching these strong, virile, handsome men covered up, and all you could see the shield in the front of the mouth. It was like a. a covering of the face, so they couldn't, if they spoke, they won't spray on you, and you spoke, you won't spray on them, and then they had a hat on to cover everything else, so they wouldn't carry it anywhere, and they had gloves on, and, and I, I, to me, I know they didn't, I know it was just the way it is, but to me, it was funny, and it it helped me go through those days of only me, you know, but I, my heart just went out, I got thinking, gosh, what about the mamas that were having babies, and the, right the elderly lady that's there and if this don't work we can't do anything oh my lord you know I was very you, fortunate I had some dread
1: could you get a sense of like how the doctors and nurses were doing I mean I I can just only imagine their mental health of um you know the incredible weight of their jobs like did they ever talk about how they were feeling with you I know
0: I had a talk with one nurse because I noticed it myself. I said, oh, wow, I love how you guys work together. They're not really so much joking, but it's as if they can read each other's mind what we need to do next. Interesting. And because of the competency of the skill of the individual you're working with, you're more competent you can do this. But she did say there is days when I go home and I just don't want to let go of my kids.
3: Yeah. And the
0: only reason why I can even hug my kids is because I have this mask on and I have this gown on and I have these shoe looking things on and
3: mm-hmm. I have
0: these gloves on. That's the only reason why I can even come near my children. And I, oh, my God. I never thought of that, that their home right. lives have changed.
3: Yeah. One
0: nurse was married with a brand-new baby, two months old, I think he said, and and she moved up north by her mom to get away because here he is in this hospital crawling with the virus right and so i thought never thought about everybody's like gosh your patients after this. those things fam- those doctors and nurses and techs and and blood people and and um, x-ray people and people that come in and make sure you're okay their families are affected and i don't think people realize that right it doesn't just affect the person's who got it Anybody that is affiliated with it, even if it's just the lady that grabs the blood you see her three times the entire time you're there, she still has to do the same protocol as the doctor,
3: yeah,
0: and it's like, wow, but yeah, there was comments that that the the one nurse had told you about with the baby. she said her him and his wife, I won't say the name that way I won't get in trouble. him and his wife have been liking that something of Thrones Stones oh of okay, yeah, movie. Game of Thrones. That's it. (laughs) I've never seen it. They've always wanted to see it, but they always missed it. So they got two copies of it, and she took one where she was going. He had one, and she's a nurse herself. And so when he would get home, they'd have supper, and then at a certain time of the night, they would watch another chapter, season, whatever they're called, and that's what they would talk about instead of the stuff. It got their minds off of it. Now that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah,
1: that is actually kind
0: of a I mean, you know a, a way to
1: connect over yeah
0: something to talk about besides your jobs you
1: know or right. what's going on did Anything you get a sense really of good. how many other patients were were um in that unit with you no i don't they didn't inform yeah. us of how many or how bad yeah.
3: or
0: there was no they were very very tight-lipped on that and i i, I was impressed yeah i was truly impressed
1: so how many days were you in the ICU?
0: I went in Tuesday. I got there about between one and two. I don't remember the exact time. And I got, out mon- oops. I got out Monday night, which, by the way, Monday was my birthday. What a nice birthday. Oh,
1: that's right, yeah.
0: And then uh, just for a little FYI, God bless them, the Sunday, the day before, one of the uh, nurses named Heather that I remember on the step down for, she said, I hate that you're going to be in here on your birthday. And I said, I know, but hey, I'm here. She said, yeah. good attitude, good attitude. And she said, if you had your birthday, what would you want? I said, I'm kind of a typical, I don't want the classic diamonds, you know, whatever. I love Taco pizza from Casey's.
3: <laughs>
0: if you buy me one, I'm your best friend for life. Yeah. And she laughed. Well, the next day, they hinted that I might be going home. I said, you do that. That'd be the best British present I've ever got. And one of the other techs said, I know, and we'd be your best friend in the I mean, they were so friendly and so upbeat.
3: Yeah.
0: I was well, "'t about that, but you know, I just started laughing. My lunch came in at 12 noon, and all the techs came in dressed in their gear. I thought, oh, God. You know, my first thought is, I'm going back upstairs. I'm going back to slices. Yeah. My mind's going nuts. You know, the girls came in to wish me a happy birthday and give me a couple <laughs> slices of taco pizza from Casey. Uh, wow. Oh wow! What did you do? I just, I, I covered my face because I, I was gonna cry.
3: <laughs>
0: and she said, "Don't cry, babe. Don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry." And I, I'm not. And they no more and got out the room. All of them turned around. They saw me bawling. What well, what a nice I mean, that's out of their come on, really? Everything those girls have to do everything right. that they're aware of, everything that they have to be cognizant of. And they took the time, I'm gonna cry again. i yeah. precious. Just precious.
1: That's probably the best pizza that. you had in your life, huh?
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> like I said, I can't take all the credit. I'll give it to the doctors and nurses. Right. And foremost, I'll give it to God because there's no way you would survive this as well or come out the other end smiling. Yeah. Without having your power to be on your side because it's been, and I've got so many Christian friends that's been praying and people I haven't heard from for years. And then a friend of mine said, would you put it on Facebook? You don't have to go into detail, but would you put it on Facebook so people can get a sense of what's going on. A lot of people yeah. don't believe it's anything. And I said, well, I don't remember a lot of things, sadly, but what but you, Rich, you can remember? And I said, okay. So what I wrote is what I remembered. And I thought, you know what, if he can get me through this, that could have killed me faster than anything, he's going to mm-hmm. get me through cancer. No doubt. But I'm off of all cancer treatments now until I get through with this. You don't really? wanna mix, yeah. They want to make sure I'm on the far end of the. You're better than to take a chance and dabbling. And you know what? That's fine. One less pill I got to take. You know, you're always taking it for nausea or or something when you're doing the cancer cancer treatments. And I've had two different, separate in the last how many years is that? Since '97. Twenty, thirty, three, twenty some years. Um, I've had chemo twice. I've had radiation twice. I was late. I was on eyebrows And it worked for over three years. They usually say only works about two. So I, it was like three and a half years it worked. And I was, the boy when it stopped. The cancer went rapid. So, But I'm not going to complain. I had a year, year and a half more than the person beside me. Yeah. There were five ladies I met there at the cancer center. That had the same medication, not the same area, but they had breast cancer. the breast cancer, cancer still, and um, they all was taking eye breaths. And two of the side ladies passed. The cancer took them. So I have no doubt in my mind, God, He wants me to do something. I, I told my husband, and he, my husband believes in God, but he's just a different. You know, everybody's got their own way. And I said, I think what I need to do is sit on my hands life. That way, whatever I'm supposed to do, I won't do, and I'll stay around long. <laughs> to me, that's funny. He didn't think it was funny.
1: Yeah. So did you, I mean, when all of this first started, I mean, given your health history and things, were you nervous about getting this virus? Like, where was your head at um, in terms of your risk level or your fears, you know, before before having it and before, I guess, even thinking it was possible.
0: No, I didn't think it was possible. Really? I didn't have any of the, quote, classic signs. They tell you, watch for this and this and this
1: and this. Some of those I didn't have. But even, so we, but even before, before you started developing symptoms. Before huh? developing symptoms, though, before before even having a hint of sickness and we're just hearing about this thing. Oh, I and, see what you're asking. You know, no. like... I wore gloves, I wore a mask. I didn't okay. touch somebody. Yeah.
0: I went to Walmart, and by this time, they're doing real good about keeping people separated. As you know, I went to Menards. That's the last things I did before I got sick. I went okay. to Walmart, so I wasn't even there 20 minutes. Went to Menards. I was there at 45. I could never get out of Menards less than half an hour. <laughs> I used to Menards, and I mean, I didn't even touch anybody because I ordered some mulch and grass. Uh, so I didn't go near anybody to put something in my vehicle. Yeah. And then I stopped by the uh, pharmacy to pick up mom's meds and then the second pharmacy to pick up my husband's meds. Both of them came out to give them to me. One was a drive up and the other one, they don't want anybody in now. And, which is fine. Go with the blow, people. Why are you complaining? You're still getting them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then I went home. And that was the week before. And I had not been anywhere Yeah, in like four or five days. So where did so- I get this?
1: Yeah, did they ever, I mean, did they try to figure out where you get it, or no? They asked me
0: where I'd been. they asked who i have physically been in contact with. And that could be as simple as shaking a hand. They asked if I'd been around anybody who's been extremely sick with the flu or whatever. They asked if I'd been out of country. They asked if I'd done this. They asked if I'd been there. And every answer was no. Yeah. I said I went to Walmart, not blaming Walmart. Went to Menards, went to two, four days before I did all this. I didn't feel any different or worse after being there. My allergies and sinuses were acting up, and that's why I was hacking and coughing. And I coughed so hard that I was throwing up. And then I wouldn't eat, and then i gorged myself because I was starved, and that's why I had Mm -hmm. diarrhea. I had reasons for everything that sure. was going wrong. Sure. You know, I never in a million years thought, you know what I want to forget that virus. That never crossed my mind. It never did. So did, did anyone apply. in your
1: life have to get tested then? Like, was your husband and mother and um, anybody else tested because you were positive?
0: No, they haven't, and I don't know why. What they what they were put on was fourteen day. Um, to be stayed in their house and not to go anywhere and they can't have anybody uh-huh. in And
1: during the 14 else, days... everybody else is okay.
0: Everybody's fine. Yeah, good. And what uh, the 14 days is is to watch for symptoms. Mhm. And neither one he has anything. Nothing.
1: That's good. That's not fair. That's, That's good, though. I mean, fair. that could have spread like wildfire in your house. Yeah, I, I tease them all the time. It's not fair.
0: But <laughs> I, I know when my husband told me how it was and how they couldn't sleep that Thursday night, I also didn't Denise, they didn't tell me I was in the process of dying. Really? They didn't tell me I was close to death door. They didn't tell me that if I since I was a DNR they had to do something else and pray it works. They didn't tell me none of that. So I had no idea I was heading down that road.
3: Yeah.
0: All I knew was and, of course, like you said, when you don't breathe, you don't think right. You get lethargic, and and you can hear them, you can see them, but you don't understand why they're asking you that question. And it wasn't even the question you thought they were asking, you know? Yeah. And it was just a strange all-around day. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong, but I feel funny. I just feel funny. I couldn't give you a reason why I did. I just did. Did I think, oh, oh I got the virus, you know? Yes, I have the virus. Oh, it's gonna do that. It never crossed my mind I was gonna die from it.
3: Mhm.
0: So I just, like I said, I they gave me that medication. Xanax is what it was. And they gave me a little more than I I think they gave me because I used to be on it years ago and I didn't take near that much. But they needed. And the purpose
1: to was just to keep you calm, keep you breathing, yes. keep that you laying on your stomach. So they
0: could do right. what They need to do. And I can understand that because I'd be moving in the night, and they said, your, your whole body was like not twitching, but like you can't get comfortable.
3: Mm-hmm. And I said,
0: I felt that way. The next morning, i was wake up, and this hurt. When I went to the hospital, and I said, what else hurts? I said, between my shoulders, not my shoulders on top of my head, but my shoulder blades, in the middle, it yeah. feels like, it.
3: Good God.
0: You know when you cough real bad and you get a bad cold or if you got um, bronchial problems? It hurts mm-hmm. in that section.
3: Mm-hmm. But I swear
0: to God, it felt like somebody was taking a sledgehammer and slapping me. I said, man, well, last year, about this time, I had three stents put into one vein of my heart because it was clogged so bad. Now I'm having chest issues, and I'm thinking, oh, that's what's wrong. I'm having a heart. I never did I think. Everything I had a reason why I was doing it. I was my shoulders hurt so bad because I cough so hard. My chest hurt because I cough so hard. I'm I'm tired because I don't sleep because I cough all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I self evaluated myself.
3: Yeah, like we all do.
0: Yep. It is a very, very frightening thing to go through. I, I try to Without going in, morning story, it is, especially when it's confirmed.
3: Because mm-hmm.
0: you're like, you know, and you turn on the radio and you hear 14,000 died today in New York, and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then you just hear it, and it's, now we're going to open up the United States. Don't do that.
3: Really?
0: No. Come on, really? Now we got governors and and the president talking about maybe doing this or that. I understand. My heart goes out to the seniors that go to college or high school yeah. or great, great graduation. My God, kids, I'd be proud of the peacock. I and mean, when you do get that party, you do it full bang.
3: Yeah, you have
0: the party of a lifetime because you know your mom and your dad's paying for this and this and this to get you out of, to get you to college. Now they can say that summer money so they can give you that, yeah, so we,
3: <laughs>
0: you know, look at the brighter side of this. I, I'm sorry you're having to go through this, but I would much rather have you away from people than take a chance of losing people.
3: Yeah.
0: I've got little tiny great-grandchildren. I'm a mother of three and one stepson. we got 12 grandchildren. we got six oh. with one on the way, great-grandchildren. And I wanna do a lot more. My last uh grandson is a senior.
3: Oh wow, so and it's just you know like you can't yeah. be a
0: senior already. He was born yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been scary. It's been emotional. I still go outside and think and cry. Yeah. How close it could have been. I cry that we, as a country, are blessed with these doctors. Because a couple yeah. of them were not from the United States. Mm-hmm. And they we were, I was, I just, the nurses were well trained and the doctors were very skilled. There was no doubt in my mind. I said, you know, I'm sure there's something that's happened there. There's always a story of, well, when I went, this is what happened to me. Well, I'm sorry that happened, but I'm not going there. Right. And it, it's just, it's been, and I've got to talk to people, like, every time you watch Channel 8 News, is done. And told Dave, I told David, the guess he's going to call me. <laughs>
3: he goes, really? He
0: goes, yesterday, he goes, so did you call me? I go, no. You sure it was her? I go, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: I haven't told a soul. I didn't want him joining it on Facebook, you know. Right. So that way, if it didn't or did come to pass, they weren't asking questions. I don't know yet.
1: Right. Because I don't
0: know, I'm not going to tell you. Because I don't know yeah. how to answer the questions afterwards. You know, my husband's the type that he knows that he tells it.
1: I walk <laughs>
0: away. Ugh. Don't look at me. So tell guy. me,
1: tell me about um, when you get out of the hospital and your reunion with your husband. How was that? Well, the funny part. <laughs>
0: They thought they found something that last day, so they had me do a CT. And they looked at it, and they didn't think they saw anything significant that they was worried about, but they wanted to do a follow-up CT on it that day. And then the, the first doctor, Dr. Adam, A-D-A-M, came in. He said, you are blessed. I said, what? He said, you are blessed. You survived a very bad, 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 Corona. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm hearing is he believe it we almost lose you I just sat there numb when your doctor tells you that right and then doctor I am so embarrassed sucky or suck me or something I can't pronounce it right he again came in separately from this doctor and said almost word for word I said, what was he talking about, da, 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 da. He said, you were to the point where you were barely breathing. We had to do something, and then we remembered about the stomach. And we took a chance. It was the only thing we could do. Yeah. Because you didn't want to be on life sport. You didn't want to be incabetted. You didn't want this. You didn't want that. We had to do something. And we got our heads together. They actually had a little group, powwow, and said, let's try this. If it doesn't work, we won't do it again. You know, if it does work, we'll look into doing it again. And they did it the first time they ever did it. And they were astonished. The next day, I was popping right back. Wow. I honestly didn't realize I was, I mean, that still, it doesn't haunt me, but I'll go out by myself. The other day, my husband was starting, we're starting our cars, letting them out, and then put them back in and put them in the garage so they don't do whatever they do when you don't start them. And he was in his truck. I didn't think about him seeing me, and all of a sudden, I was thinking of that. I could have very well. Oh, my God.
1: Just think about it. Thank
0: just God. It. And as soon as I said that, I started crying. Pretty soon I hear the door slam. And i look around and here's my husband walking very fast. Believe me, he does not walk fast. <laughs> he was walking very fast. around have to catch up with him. He goes, you all right? What's wrong? Just just, just thinking, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. No, no, no. As long as you're okay. And I said, all right. Now that has got to be love, huh?
3: <laughs>
0: but I said no I'm fine honey I'm so I didn't realize he was seeing me cry yeah but just the devastation of it all what could have happened so I've been knocking off what could have yeah and keeping that but this is what happened
3: hmm
1: So what does your recovery look like from here? So you're 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 still in quarantine for now, yeah. and then what I mean, happens after isolation? Next? I isolation, yeah. Away
0: from, yeah. They were in quarantine. i was in isolation. Okay. Luckily, we have But you're allowed, like right now, you're allowed to be around huh?
1: your. You're allowed <laughs> to be around people in your house right now. No. No. No.
0: Isolation. Okay. okay. Um. We have a. a master bedroom with an attached master bath.
3: Okay. So I'm in
0: here. i got to wait for them to bring me food, but that's okay. I'll wait. You can lose two few pounds anyway. So, <laughs> I'm just... <clears throat> I'm sorry. I think humor gets you through anything. I really I do. I agree. It gets you... Th- you know what? I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. I love you three.
3: <laughs> I, you.
0: any of you guys leave, I'm going to personally... Come there and say, I know, Denise, firstly, I need to come in so I kick her in ass.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if she leaves, she's mine. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but Please tell a gentleman how that the main um, character stuff. It, it's been a great move because I know your man changed with someone else and you switched time shifts.
3: Mm-hmm, I don't know mm-hmm. how that's
0: going to work. It worked out perfectly. Oh well, thanks. No problem. Next question.
1: <laughs> um, uh, so I mean, do do you get check-ins with your doctor? Like how? Like yes. Do they just yes, do I that do. over the, the phone? Yes, doctor called the day after I got home. Yeah.
0: Doctor called the day after I got home. Asked me a series of questions. I can't really tell you what they were because they were more medical.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Than
0: every day. But mostly making sure I'm not doing this anymore. you breathing better. Are you on oxygen? I said, no, I didn't go home with oxygen. Were well, you on oxygen when you left home? And I said, no. He said, okay, good. Because the last thing you want to do is go home with oxygen. Right. I don't anyway. Mom has it. My husband has it. That's nothing here. And I said, no, I did not thank God. And I said, um, he says, well, what about this? What about that? What about your energy, I said, it really is taking time. It's above at it will. Yeah. You're just not comprehending this. You're in bo- your entire body shut down to about approximately 95%.
3: You were on wow. the brink. Wow.
0: And that still does not register. Because you would think I remember something, and I don't.
3: hmm
0: he said, you just blessed. I said, yeah, I do believe I am. I've got wonderful friends, loving family. I've met people I've never met before. I don't I'm seriously familiar, but, um, but I did watch you dance. You're not bad, chick.
3: <laughs>
0: wasn't that? Bad. <laughs> when you did the dancing contest thing.
3: Dang. Oh, forever
0: ago? Forever
3: and ever forever. ago?
0: I told you, we watch it all, watch Channel 8 all the time. What part did you get on that? <laughs> you were freaking awesome oh jeez. <laughs> so
1: what I'm have sorry. you been Go doing ahead. in isolation are you just like are you watching like what show are you watching
0: right now i don't have tv on so i can hear you yeah uh, normally like what what what's, what's
1: kind of what's your jam right now uh who done it i love those really
0: Hallmark, Love Stories. Oh, I love those.
1: <laughs>
0: Channel 8 News, no matter if it's morning, noon or night. I love those. Um, and the computers. I get on Facebook and they have games. And I'll p- play for two or three hours my games and not want to get on, on the, not comments or anything. They go, well, you're on there I want to say something. Well, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> you know, I don't know what you want me to say. So. I just don't get on there. And then when I do get on there, there's always somebody that takes it the wrong way. So I was like, oh, screw it. So I just go in and play my, I love, love, love those games. They they get me out of, they send me to a place of comfort. And I I don't. Since I've been home, I realized how much I really am needed here. Because I think every woman feel at one point or another they're being taken advantage of or assumed you'll take care of it so they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until I got home I can, they can, can take care of themselves. Now we're doing more of a teamwork thing. Um, one person cooks, one person does the dishes, and one person wipes down the counters and everything and sweeps the floor. Usually I do the cooking if it's very, very light. But you have to have that teamwork because you see that's,
1: see that's why i'm confused so you can be around people
0: no like, i said we're able to when they get done then i can go out and sweep the floor but they have to be no, out oh i
1: see what you're saying okay okay but you're not all like in the kitchen at the same time no no
0: no no no, okay. no, 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 no,
1: no, no. i'm sorry for confusing you no no no, that's okay I
3: just want to be that's clear. a good
0: question but yeah i mean we all do our part yeah and um if there's anything that needs to be said we don't pass notes back and forth to me, that's stupid. (laughs) Because I'm touching, he's touching the same note I'm signing. And he's not Mm -hmm. supposed
3: to touch.
0: The one thing I did when I got home, and I'm sure other people have done it, I'm sure other people have thought about it, but don't think about it, do it. You're supposed to wash your hands almost every time you turn around. I got the cleanest fingernails in the world. But, take out that um, wash towel, your hand towel, Wash them out, put them away, and put paper towels in there.
3: Yeah. Because you dry your
0: hands with that. Somebody else dries their hand with that. Somebody else dries their hand. You're just passing them right along. Right. And so they went around getting them all together, and then all the the hand towels we had, we washed every one of them. Or I didn't. They did. Washed every one of them, and then we put them somewhere where they knew they'd be safe and sound until we were able to bring them out again. But that didn't make sense to me. Why am I drying my hands with the same towel over and over again? Isn't that not good for me? Right. And so I told Dave to come to the door, and I said, I got a question for you. And I told him what I was thinking. He goes, I was thinking about that day, too. And I said, well, you did that, and I'll do this room. Okay. So that's what's being done. We took the hand towels and put them up. Yeah. But I don't know if anybody ever thought of that.
1: So I mean, have you haven't been able to hug your husband or kiss your husband no, since coming home? No. Oh.
0: So you really haven't had that reunion
1: bed. that I asked you about. You like that really hasn't even happened yet. Nope. Oh. And
2: that's, that's gotta okay. be hard.
1: I yeah no I understand it's necessary but I mean it's just hard.
0: It is hard.
1: I mean we. Just, and, yeah.
0: But doesn't okay. you know it's kind of a. It's okay, you know. I I'm okay with this. I I'm not going to get all emotional because I'm here to have a reunion when this is all done.
3: Yeah.
0: You know I can speak of this, and and I'm I'm hoping whatever I say will help the next guy or make them stop and think. Mm -hmm. But no, as far as the reunion, when he came to get me that day and went home, they said that the they called the office and they said. Tell us when she's here and we'll bring her down. And that's exactly what happened. They took me to the door. My husband opened the door, the truck door. He got to the front doors. Now, I don't know if they do this with everybody, but with me. um, He opened his truck door. They come through the automatic doors. And as soon as they got to the automatic doors and I was outside of the hospital, David came and got me and put me in the truck and they went off. Yeah. So there was no possibility of anybody touching anybody.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Not that I was, you know, they classify when you go home, and this surprised me. The reason why the isolation, the reason why this, the reason why you got to drink lots of water, flush yourself out, and get yourself dehydrated again. Um, you just got to watch. You can't just assume, okay, A, did it, B, did it. Because sometimes that B has a B1, B2, B3, you know. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. And they said and also and this is what also surprised me was though I'm not like definitely got it now, they treat me as if I'm still contagious. Right. I said, Well, why? I thought you got it in August and they said, No. There's so many flushes with this virus. I see. And that's one reason why I like you know we isolate you because we don't know did we get everything. So I went home scratching my head and I said, first day away from me, boo! I might be (laughs) still Yeah. I
3: mean,
0: I I tried to joke about it, and my mom gets so mad. Will you stop being a jokester? Mom, sometimes that's the only way I can take it. Right. Is I have to lighten it up a little bit to be able to say I'm good. But I am good. I, I feel blessed. I I would have never in a million years thought that my favorite newscaster would call me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Long, beautiful hair. I've seen the pictures of your son. The two of them. Oh, my gosh. You're so nice. And
1: a well, I of them go that far. <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't
0: seen your husband, but I haven't really looked for him either.
1: Well, he so tries to stay. Like he tries to stay off of my pictures because he he's a pretty <laughs> private guy, so he doesn't like to to be all over Facebook and stuff.
3: So
0: you're but very yeah, outgoing. He's a tall really guy.
1: Opposite. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're oh, very much opposites in a lot well, of ways. He's an outgoing a, guy, but he just doesn't like you know being a public guy. Yeah, don't advertise what I'm doing. Just be right on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who my boys take after because um, so far Abram's a little bit of a ham. He's my older guy. Um, but I think that's probably the the truth with all three-year-olds. They all kind yes. of like to... They want me, 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 me. Yeah, me. yeah. Yeah.
0: Those first three um, years are like, when they ta- when they say you got the precious ones, the terrible twos, and the horrible threes, whoever said that, whew,
1: they were spot on. Just See, twos were games. never all that terrible. You know, I can I can understand why. You know, because it's when they first really, yeah. you know, start to really get their voice. But I would say, yeah, three is definitely harder. But three is also, I don't know. I just think they're all so fun because I mean, right now, he's, yeah, they're entertaining. He's three they can, and
0: a half can follow through with a thought.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean yeah. his his sentences are so complex and he has such complicated thoughts and you know oh, he's just t- taking little notes all that? day long. You know you how can just tell that their brain that. takes note of what's going on all day and then all of a sudden at the end of the day they'll say something and you're like wow you noticed that or you did you hear them talking <laughs> about that you know there's yeah. no conversations you know that can happen in front of him anymore if you don't want it repeated. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you learn that real quick, don't you?
1: <laughs> and usually the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's usually in a
0: spot like where your mom don't want to know or you don't want your mother-in-law to know or whatever.
3: Right, church. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know, it's like, okay, what do I do? I used to try to teach my girls how to say it properly. Instead of say pee-pee, mm-hmm. I try to think of alert words. And my oldest daughter I practiced was urinate. That sounded very, that didn't sound Clinical, yeah. And then we was in, I forget where we were, and she's 45 now. And I forget where where I was. Well, well I'm 46. Oh, my God. Um, we were somewhere, uh, and she's about five, four or five. Mom, Mom. Come on, honey. I got to urinate. in Everybody looked at me like, what did she say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that didn't sound so good in public.
3: You
0: know? <laughs> so we had to go back to, we. Need, I need to go to the toilet. And her dad got having her say toity, which to me is bad as pee, you know. Mm-hmm. So we tried to find a word that doesn't advertise. Because back in the late 30s, excuse me, oh, my God, late 70s, early 80s is when people really started um, hunting, noticing, was involved with, as in on the right side, not the wrong side, of these bad men coming around getting these kids. Oh. And I said, I want to get a word that if they're going to go to the bathroom, if it's with their aunt or their uncle or their cousin or their friends, those bad guys are not going to know they're going to the bathroom. And I finally decided, well, if they're going to the bathroom, I'm going with them. You know. Yeah. Trying to be have a good conversation with a cousin then she's got to urinate. Well, don't that suck? You know? <laughs> it's fun. You've got to have light. You've got to have a smile. You've got to have an upbeat attitude. You've got to know that dwelling on what has happened when it's not happening now only hurts you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying don't remember. I'm not saying pass on the good and bad reports. I'm not saying... Share your your journey. I'm saying don't dwell on it. Sure. You survived it. Now keep surviving. Get that positive attitude. Eat that food that doesn't make you heavier. <laughs>
3: Stay out of
0: smoky areas. You know, they tell me. I go into where other smoke is, that secondhand smoke. Well, I was always hogwash. That secondhand smoke can kill you. I'm like, yeah, He said, that secondhand smoke will kill you. I said, why? Yeah. You know, I never believed it. I was I was hogwash. And the more they entertained, the more they um, taught me what they were talking about, which, again, because the brain wasn't 100% functioning, I didn't quite comprehend some of it. So I took that information home. Uh, my cousin's reading it because of some problems she has, and then hopefully by the time I get it back, which I will, I'll be able to comprehend what I'm reading. Yeah. So maybe it is a good thing I'm not going anywhere because I I just can't sometimes. I look and search for my words and I don't, can't get you any because the can is now what you're asking me. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense?
3: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: I'm slowly getting better. My leg, my thighs on top are starting to ache something fierce. And I have no doubt it's the muscles coming back.
1: Yeah, that would make
0: sense. And all there's, yeah, because when I when I got home, I was almost bent over, and I, I had to hang on to everything just to move the leg, the leg, the leg, leg. I couldn't get to the chair, and I no more than sat down, and Dave says, come here, this is where you're going to be. Yeah. Can wait a half hour? No. They already had it all set up, so I, I'm glad. It works out really well. We all get along real well. Once in a while, we have a little fist fat, but who doesn't? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Okay. You guys be careful out there. I'm glad you're taking that incentive to stay away from each other.
1: Yeah, it is nice. It is nice to, to – I never thought I'd be broadcasting from my basement. I thought no matter what happens with this thing, I'm still going to have to go to work. But, no. Right, right. We were able to stay home, and I, I'm very thankful for that. It it takes a little pressure off the situation for sure. And it's kind of, kind of fun. I
0: <laughs> Get to used to it. You're going to have – <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, I'm proud of you for saying that because even though this has been a change of pace, change of scenery, change of everything, yeah. you've found the positive of it. And that's what I'm trying to get across with people need to yeah. find the
1: positive. And, well, you know, and I'm even home if, with my boys at night, you know, which I never was before. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you know, that's
0: right, because you're on until 1030.
1: Yeah. So now I'm home and, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a it's a it's better. It's better to be home. How precious so, is that?
0: that little, yeah, then you get to hear great. about that day story. The true new look. And your husband's in the doorway, in your bedroom with a cigar in one hand and and a little gift in the other, like when's my turn? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> no, it's okay. I have this vision of him, kind of like giving
0: a little dancey, like and like, ooh,
3: my turn, my turn. When is it my turn? <laughs>
0: I'm snuggling out. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, <laughs> shut up, Beth. You can delete that part.
0: <laughs> no, I'm
1: leaving it. I'm leaving Is there anything else you need to know, Miss Denise? <laughs> no, Bev. I just wanted to thank you so much for your time. We talked here for almost an hour, and um, I appreciate you, and um, I wish you well in your recovery, and I appreciate you um, sharing this experience, and I'm glad you're still around. Well, I hope I've answered some questions that <laughs> yes. you wanted. I hope it helps with
0: the questions answering because like I said, from what little I know from being in the hospital, they can almost do a protocol protocol mm-hmm. as they do this, but every once in a while they get a little hooting in there and it's like, well, how do we, z- how do we address this? Yep. I'm sure I'm not the only one that is a DNR mm-hmm. for my own personal reasons that I don't know, The one nurse said, I'm so thankful you're around. You're such a cut. You're a cut <laughs> up. You're you're smiling when you're hurting. You make people feel good when they leave the room. I'm so glad you're still here. But honey, Uh-oh. do you know how close you got? And I'm still looking, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And they say that a lot of times it's when you're sleeping. Yeah. Because your breathing slows down. And as your breathing slows down, that virus speeds up. Didn't know that. You know, you find this out when you get out, and I'm thankful I didn't know it, because then mm-hmm. I'd be asking, did you get it slowed down, or did you, you know. And right. it's not that they didn't yeah. tell me. It's that they had things to do, and one of them was to calm my butt down. And not because I was mentally losing it, but because my body was reaction to, reacting to everything that was happening to it. My legs were twitching, and i go to say something, my hand would jerk all over the place as if I did not have um, a connection between my brain and my hand. Oh. I said, what's wrong with my hand? She said, I just put it down and relax. If you can try to relax, everything will be fine. It's just your muscles twitching because of the virus. Well, when I talked to a friend of mine who knew someone, I said, ask him if his muscles twitched and his legs and his arms, it took her about a couple of weeks or about a couple of days, and she called me just yesterday and said, he said, you don't remember that. And his next words were, there's a lot I don't remember. So that may be an individual question to answer because he doesn't even remember the hospital he was that sick. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy... And I don't care how I got over here. Let's find out how to fix it. Yeah. You know, let's quit blaming people. Quit pointing fingers. You think we're doing such a horrible job, then you take it over. But come on. We have got to stick together and put some hearts in your window. America's all one heart, and we're fighting as a group.
1: Yep, we've got ours up. Good girl, You <laughs>
0: are so talented and wise <laughs> and compassionate.
1: Oh boy!
0: And sexy dancer. That's why your husband's the <laughs> hallway dancing for each other. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, Bev. Thank you so <laughs> you. so much. I'm gonna let thank you go. You. I hear a, I hear a kid in the next room, so you know, I'm gonna let you go.
0: You're in trouble. <laughs> thank you for calling. I appreciate it and bless you and your family and. May Christ be Thank you. Be with every the same to you.
2: You, you have been listening
1: to the WQAD Podcast Network.